We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN, follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN, or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at principalpln.com. Welcome, everybody, to episode 66 of the Principal PLN podcast with Jessica Johnson, Teresa Sager, and myself, Spike Cook. Today, we are hosting Jay Posick from Wisconsin, and the title of our podcast is called Running Away from Isolation with Jay Posick on a tricycle. Okay, that (laughs) tricycle part just got added because I keep seeing these pictures in my feed of people on a tricycle and I somehow missed the memo. So can you gentlemen talk about why you were on tricycles yesterday? Sure, Uh, so Adam Welcome, he's a principal out in California. He wrote a blog post called On the Carpet uh, which was about uh, getting involved with kids uh, during the school day and um, so then there was a hashtag principles in action and for some reason he decided that he was going to add a tricycle to the stuff. Uh, See, I no. I read that I like I read that blog post really quick. I missed the tricycle. Well, well he added that. Yeah, what happened was at least from the Are you okay? You got a little feedback there. Oh, yeah, Jay. Okay. Do you have any earphone or earbuds yeah. you can put in? Okay. I'll do uh, So yeah, I guess what happened in the Voxer group this week, um, Principles in Action, they just started talking about, like, what do they want to do this week? Because I think last week they did, they were on the carpet, and then they did something on uh, slides, going down the slide. Yep. And I sort of missed that. And then they were talking about, somebody talked about, you know, getting on a tricycle, and so everybody just started getting tricycles yesterday and riding them around. So, um, I'm sorry I missed that. I did sit on a carpet 
<laughs> which I always do, but I missed the tricycle. Did you get, did you go down the slide? Um, no, not, not during the day. All right, so <laughs> you can do that this week. You can catch up. Okay, so okay. If you've done the carpet, then now I you played just... Foursquare. Does that count? Yeah, that's great. Okay, okay. I was all-time pitcher in kickball. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. So, Jay, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how your year's going so far and uh, you know, the cool things that are going on at your school? Yeah, so we've had, uh, we've had eight days so far, and uh, I was talking to you a little earlier. Um, I'm a middle school, fifth through eighth grade middle school, about 430 kids, and uh, I've actually only had two students in my office in the first eight days, which is some sort of record. Hold on, got a knock on wood. I'm very superstitious about this. Oh. You'll be good still. No, it, it doesn't bother me. It, it, it is what it is. So every day is a new day, right? So, um, but it's been a great start. Uh, the staff has been uh, been amazing. Um, great conversations with parents. We had a, uh, a principal's chat on Thursday um, at 3 o'clock, and we were expecting maybe 5 or 10 moms and dads to show up. We had about 40, which was awesome. And uh, the nice thing was it was just a question and answer session, and people didn't have any preset questions and just uh, asked us about the school day and how things were going. So it was, it was really good. That's awesome. So when you're running... Right, yes. you're running mm -hmm. around every single day. We've we've gone over this, Jessica. Uh, we've we've talked about this. How much of a like an inspiration you are to us. Where did the where did the tricycle come into play? <laughs> well, it was uh, it was something that Adam welcome. I saw him do a little uh, video, and I decided that well, if he can do it, I can do it too. Um, so I had to go to the primary school, which is next door to our our school and borrow one from the, a 4K classroom. So it really wasn't a very big tricycle. So I um, brought it over to the school and had one of our students um, videotape me. And right after he stopped the videotape, I tipped over. So it, it would have ah. been better. It would have been better had, had he continued uh, videotaping. But it was, it was fun. So kids love, the kids love uh, seeing me do weird things. So that, that's kind of nice. So now, those that don't know Jay or aren't familiar with Jay, Jay has run every day of his life since I was five. Thank you, Jess. I know. I always loved it. I can't remember the age, but he's run forever, like like a running streak. That's craziness. Over ten thousand days, um, which is super inspiring for kids and 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 everybody. Um, what's your current running goal, Jay? Um, training right now for New York City Marathon, which is uh, November 1st. So uh, I'll have a little 10-mile run later on today and 20 on Sunday. So just trying to get the base for uh, for things so that when I get to New York City, I don't embarrass myself because I'll be wearing a Merton shirt. have to wear the Merton shirt to the, to the marathon. Oh, that, that's so you're, cool. you're coming out to New York City, and when is the, when is the marathon? Uh, Sunday, November 1st. So I'll be out there with my wife and 15-year-old daughter during Halloween weekend. That could be interesting for my wife and daughter. Ah, that's awesome. How long are you going to be on the East Coast? So we get in on Friday, and uh, we'll be leaving Monday night. So the superintendent uh, here, uh, Ron Russ, is very supportive of, of, of all of our staff and said, uh, Jay, you've never taken vacation days. You're taking two. So he wanted to make sure I had a nice long weekend, so it'll be good. So why this is really important to me is because we've talked about I don't know if on the podcast necessarily, but Spike and Teresa and I have talked about, you know, can principals get a life? Like, 
can we be outside of school? Can we be mentally sane and healthy? And Jay is like the mascot for doing that, I think. so. Except for my rock star this morning, right? Hey, I, I had coffee. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to make any promises, but I think it's awesome that you're going to be probably about like 90 miles away from me. So if I can get inspired and get up to at least North Jersey, I don't know, Jay, maybe we'll, we will have a, we'll get a meetup or something like that. Because I That'd think be, what, yeah. what you're doing is awesome. I, I ran in one marathon, uh, Philadelphia Marathon, actually in 2000, 2001. Uh, very shortly after, you know, the September 11th attacks. And uh, I remember, actually, I was doing a half marathon. It was right around this time. It was a couple days later, and uh, it was in Philly, and it was part of the training, you know. It was, like, perfect timing, right? But yeah. they didn't can't – fortunately, they didn't cancel the race, but it was very it was very uh, impactful uh, to, to be participating in that. And now it's like, wow, 14 years later, and I can't even run two miles right now. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure you could. You sure could. Well, yeah. I, I've had injuries and you know all different kinds of things, but I am I'm working my way back up. I'm you know I've been running a couple of days a week, but it's just you know mile mile and a half, and uh, and partly that is because you know Jessica, Teresa, and I we really are have been talking a lot about how um, you know this job really can suck you in, and if you don't have that work life balance, uh, it it could. There could be no balance, and you could easily work 24/7, especially with social media. So uh, Jessica says, you know, you're awesome with balancing it. So how do you balance everything? Well, sometimes it's a, uh, sometimes it's not the easiest thing. But my daughter is uh, is a dancer, so I have uh, um, have to take her to practice that she has, and we go to all these competitions. Uh, my wife is a paralegal, and her office hours are about the same as mine, so that that's really good. And Last night, I actually went and celebrated a birthday with one of our friends, and uh, uh, the restaurant we went into, uh, my daughter looked at me and said, Dad, where's your phone? And I said, well, uh, there's two things. It's in the car because I didn't charge it, and I think I did that on purpose because I just wanted to be completely in the moment with the people that I was with. So from time to time, I just have to put, put those things down. Um, I don't do it enough. <laughs> my wife would tell you I don't do it enough, but, um, you know, uh, it is. It's just one of those things where you just have to find the time for those things that are important to you. And I talk to our staff about that all the time. They say, Jay, how can you be on Twitter all the time? You're on Boxer all the time. I said, well, it looks that way, but I'm not. You just have to find that time when you walk from one class to the next to visit kids. That's when I shoot out a picture on Twitter and or Facebook or whatever the case might be. And I can check my emails on my phone. But there is that time when I am at home either before school or after school when I run where it's it's – I try and make it not school-related. But sometimes your mind wanders into that spot where you're like, oh, that's what I should have done in that situation, or here's what I have to do to get ready for tomorrow kind of thing. So, um, But I need to have, you know, there's three parts of my life. There's the running part, there's the family part, and the school part. Right now, at the beginning of the school year, the school part's really big. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it kind of, there's all these things you have to make sure are going the right way. Um, and so last night when I had the chance, the phone went away, and, it was my wife and daughter who were on their phones, and I wasn't. So it was kind of fun. I could give them grief instead. <laughs> so you're a dance dad? Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> oh, do you watch? Do you watch Dance Moms? Okay. Uh, she only... does in real life. <laughs> I, 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 I I could be on the show. There should be a Dance Dad show that we just, just shake our heads and go, "What? What are we doing?" Yeah, but it, yeah. 
So uh, the only time I watch it is when I'm doing Twitter chats and my wife and daughter are watching on TV, so at least we're in the same room. So uh, I, I, I find it very interesting that um, uh, the lady, well, I can't remember what the lady's name is, but uh, whoever the lady, yes, Abby Lee. I find it very interesting that she can be so rude and disrespectful and the people just keep coming back for more. You know, I, I, don't, I don't get that. So, uh, yeah, so I'm a dance dad and I just sit in with the other dance dads and we shake our heads and say, uh, what happened to all the money that was in our wallet? You know, that's right. what happens. <laughs> well, that's one of my guilty pleasures. I, wa I watch with my daughter. She's not, she doesn't dance. Uh, she just loves the show. Yeah. She's actually, she's actually a soccer kid, and uh, but she loves watching that show, and I'll, I get right into it. You know, it's so funny. Yeah, it is. It is. I so. have to say, I have never seen that show. It sounds interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think I'd watch it, Jess. You have two boys. You don't need to watch Dance Moms. I know. I watch Wrestling Parents. They're probably worse. Uh, they're up there. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're having Jay on because um, he is featured um, in our book, which is out. I can't get this to... There, there we you go. go. There we go. There we go. I can't get it to turn right on the screen. Um, we got it in hand last week, and Jay is featured in one of our chapters um, because he does a lot of really awesome things at his school for, um, I guess, telling the story of the, the things your school is doing and how you connect yourself for learning and how you get your staff connected with learning. Um, are you doing anything new this year, Jay? Yes. I actually, uh, at the principal's chat we had this week, I introduced um, a book study that we're going to do on B. On what? Oh, he just froze. Be just the fundraising group. They want to be more involved in understanding and you know learn about why we teach the way we teach now because all these moms and dads I was looking at are like, uh, we don't get why you're doing reader's workshop, why you're doing writer's workshop, how that all looks. So we've talked about having some curriculum nights. But in order to do that, you have to make sure that you have um, parents that know how they can be involved in school and staff who wants the parents to be involved in school because sometimes that's not always the case. Um, we have those teachers, that, I'm sure that you know those teachers that are scared when they have to call a parent because of whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm -hmm. So this book chat, we're really looking forward to, um, to just being able to have some conversations about what school looks like now. Because we all went to school for a long time and it looks different. I mean, the school, the school now looks so much different than it did when I was in school. Because you know, I'm old, Jess, you, 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 know, you let us know that I'm, I'm really old. Um, so it's, no, it's so just much. that you've run every day since oh, okay. I was five. I wasn't yeah. saying you're old. You said that. <laughs> well, people could guess that I'm. Yeah. Anyways, so um, <laughs> so just being able to have those conversations with families and making them feel comfortable in our schools is really important. And um, we're going to have that book chat along with Joy Wright, who's a principal in Hartford, Connecticut. She's going to have a group doing that in her school, and Ted Huff, who's a principal in Missouri, um, O'Fallon, Missouri. So. Uh, it'll be nice to have all these parents from you know three different areas of the country having conversations about pretty much the same thing, how they can get better engaged in schools. And now, you froze um, when you said the name of the book, but I'm going to guess. Okay. Is it Beyond the Bake Sale? It is Beyond the Bake Sale. Okay. Okay. That's cool. it, do, you, do you guys have a hashtag you're using for that if anybody wants to get into that conversation? I'm not sure that we've dis d d determined the hashtag yet. It's not going to start until after my marathon's done. <laughs> but I told them I have to have a little time. It'll I've, be in November. I've heard so many people talk about that book and I just, um, that hasn't been on my plate of things to do yet, but I think I'm going to have to get that book because so many people talk about it. Yeah. Have you read it, Spike? 
I have not read it, uh, but I know a little bit of the work from uh, Joe Mazza did a lot of work, um, you know, with that out here. Um, yeah, he that's a, how I got connected with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I've definitely I, I love the concept, you know, about getting into you know real parent and community engagement. We're actually starting. Uh, we're going to start a book club at our school with our parents uh, on the book How to Walk to School by uh, Jacqueline uh, Edelberger. So um, it's like a little bit more of like where the parents come in and they're like more like taking over the school, you know, they they have to you know, sort of start owning some of that stuff. It, it's, right. very, it's very similar to Beyond the Bake Sale. Mm -hmm. So um, when we talk about isolation, that's really the, the whole you know, sort of backdrop to the um, book. When we reach out to you, you were somebody who's you know really had to to struggle with that as as a principal, as a leader. You know, what are some things that you do to battle isolation, and uh, how do you feel like maybe social media has changed that? Sure. Um, well, I'm I'm a principal in a school that's kind of all by itself, so there isn't a lot. I don't have an assistant principal. Um, I share a, a school counselor. Um, I share a school psychologist. Um, so. Um, it's kind of me in charge, and I had to reach out and try and find different ways to uh, to get uh, suggestions and advice and support for uh, for for starting my new gig as a, as a principal. Um, and that was I'm in my ninth year now, and it started with a uh, connection with Kurt Reese, who's from Onalaska, Wisconsin. And then um, it was it was on Twitter. I was trying to find out how to get dads more involved in school, and saw something he tweeted out, and. Um, it it was it was nice to meet him in person. Then after I had been involved with him in Twitter, and then um, Kurt and I got together with Jessica and did a presentation or two on on social media. And it just has opened up so many avenues for me, and and um, just allowed me to give some suggestions to other people because I've been through a lot a lot of weird things. Um, you know, we're a one to one Chromebook school now, so. When you jump into that with fifth through eighth graders, you have all of these things that you didn't anticipate were going to happen that happened. So to have other people to call on and, and rely upon was, was really good. And then Jess introduced me to Voxer recently, and um, now I'm addicted to that too. So um, that's why it was kind of fun when my phone went dead yesterday and I got to be a, a dad and a, and a father and a, and a husband. So it was, it, was, it was good and a friend too. So, um, But being able to reach out, um, I'm connected with people um, from East Coast to West Coast, um, and a uh, couple people in Australia too. So it's kind of cool. It's it's a little international flavor now. Go ahead, Spike. <laughs> oh, okay. I've... When you get connected and you've been doing a lot of different things, like you said, with your PLN, Voxer, Twitter, and everything, uh, how's that impacting how you resonate with the other administrators in your district? Yeah, yeah. The uh, it's interesting because I have a superintendent who's probably about ten years younger than I am, and he has um, he has a very limited social media presence. I'll just put it that way. Um, and I, I try to get him involved, and he said, I don't need to worry about Twitter, Jay. You give me everything that I need. <laughs> Which, I mean, it, it is funny, but what I think is important for me might not be important for him at all. And what, you know, what would be important for him, 
I don't have any interest in. Like, I don't really care about the budget. I, I really don't. I have no interest in it whatsoever. But he does because that's what he that's what how he how he runs things. And I'm probably one of those people, one of the few people that doesn't have a school budget. I have nothing. So, I wonder if there's a hashtag for school budgets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, but it, but it's weird. I have I you know everybody all the other principals I talk to say, well, I have X amount of dollars, and um, for whatever reason, um, I don't have anything, which is which is fine. I just know that if I need something, I go to the superintendent, and say this is what I'm thinking of, and and we're able to make things work. It's just it's just it's a weird situation for me. It's something I'm not used to. But um, yeah, and then I have another principal I work with who's about ten years older than I am. So he wants to be more involved in social media, and we work hand in hand in that. And he'll go for spans of one or two days where he's on, um, where he's on Twitter, and then I don't see him for you know two weeks. So it, it's just one of those things where I'm trying to help out with that, and uh, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So I just don't give up. I just keep pushing it when I can. Now, Jay, you had um, a Twitter chat for your, was it your? Teachers or for your parents too? Both, yeah, yeah. We had a we had a Twitter night, and actually, um, one of my fifth grade grade teachers, Heidi Jones, is uh, she's a, a big Twitter Twitter geek now. Which is which she, at first she's like, I don't want anything to do with it, and now she's you know jumped in with both feet, which is great. Um, so we had some of her students uh, came on an evening, and we invited families in to do t a, a Twitter chat together. So here we had five fifth grade kids teaching parents how to use Twitter. And how it all works, and we actually had a conversation with um, Ted Huff School in in, uh, in Missouri that night. It was just a nice back and forth, you know, what's your school like, what's our school like, just to get them kind of used to that. So, um, and then during the principals chat, there were people that were really interested in, okay, I need some help with this Twitter thing. How can we do this? So, uh, they they want to be more a part of it, and and, and uh, that'll be nice that way. So, <coughs> excuse me, yeah. What do you think is harder, staying connected uh, with your PLN or staying connected with the uh, sort of the everyday workings of being a school administrator? Um, well, it's, it's interesting. Yesterday, I spent. I told my wife I was in my office for a total of 15 minutes while the kids were here, and one of them was because I had a bus uh, a bus referral on a second grader that I got got to be a part of, even though the second graders aren't in my school. But I was out and about and completely and totally connected to the school while I was still tweeting um, tweeting out stuff on the principles and action hashtag. So um, it, it, they kind of go hand in hand for me, to be honest with you, because I could run into a situation or see something going on in a classroom and sh shoot something out on Twitter or Voxer, and you know, within three or four minutes, I've got another um, another idea in my head about how I can handle that situation in a little different way. So I see them; they they work very well together, actually. That may not have answered your question the way you wanted it to be answered, but that's how I felt. <laughs> no, that works. <laughs> no, no, it's it's all part of like what we've been exploring through this. Um, you know, when you look at, you know, leadership, it's most of the time is very it is very isolating. You know, it's like who can you talk to? Who can you share the things that you need to share with? And what we found is that sometimes, like within your inner district, you know, you can share things, but you don't want to share too much because you know. Uh, you don't want to say all the, the, the negative things that are going on, um, and you can't just say all the positive things that are going on. Then you get right. onto social media, uh, where we really encourage everyone to share the positive things going on. So 
sometimes you send mixed messages to people say like, well, wow, being a principal is awesome and it's never stressful and you can slide down slides and ride tricycles uh, because you can't necessarily share the, the other things that are going on. So how do you how do you feel like you work that balance about, you know, that you're really telling your story but you're also being being aware of, you know, I can't I can't tell the whole story. Right. So um, part of the reason I like Voxer is because it's a more of a safe platform to have those conversations. Um, so when I'm when I'm in a I'm I'm in a group with Jessica and a, and a bunch of other people from from all over. I'm in a middle middle school group because uh, there's just something different about a middle school principal than there's about an elementary school principal or a high school principal. We just have different things uh, that we have to deal with. Um, but those are the places where I feel safe saying this is a big struggle for me today so I need your help and, and it works well but then when I whenever things are tweeted out from either my personal account or from the school account it's it's as much positive as you possibly can have um, and it was interesting that there was a there was a mom that talked to me a few years back and she said Jay you never say anything bad on Twitter about our school and I said why why would I want to do that I mean I know that there are bad things that, that go on that we have to deal with um, but if I if I share that, sometimes the bad things stick with you a heck of a lot longer than the good things do, right? So for every you know, I I have a a challenge for our staff this year that that they need to make five positive parent contacts uh, every week. So um, I had one of my uh, Matt Pomeroy, who's my phi ed teacher, came in on Tuesday and he said, Jay, I spent my lunch hour calling parents. I called ten of them, and I said, Well, that's great. And he said you can't believe how impactful that was. So I said, you need to share that with all of our friends here, how, how important it is to have those positive phone calls. So when we met as a grade level, I, I meet with the seventh and eighth grade teachers together. Um, I said, Matt, you need to share this story with our seventh and eighth grade teachers. So he said, this is awesome. Here's what I did. And I said, see? And I, I guarantee you that what you need to do is find those five or six kids you know are going to be a pain in your lower back. You know what I'm talking about and make those positive phone calls in the first couple of weeks because there's going to come a time where you're going to have to make one that's just the opposite. So it was, it was amazing. I'm hearing from parents like, did you know that your, my, your, my son's teacher called me at 8 o'clock last night to say that my son had a good day? I said, that's the kind of stuff that we have to do. So if you share that positive, then eventually when the negative does happen, it's not, it doesn't hurt as bad. You know, If your first contact's a negative one with a parent, that's their whole mindset for the rest of the year. So let's start it out positively. Those are the kids that I seek out first in the day, too. Like, I get to their classrooms before every other one. And I'm in those classrooms for the student, not to, you know, observe the, you know, not to do a walkthrough for the teacher. Right. It's to touch base with them before they find a reason to come see me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have that same kind of mentality with uh, at the beginning of the day because the kids all see me before the day starts. I walk the halls. And I know exactly what lockers I need to stop at to see what frame of mind those kids are in, right? Because if you don't do it, then you never know. And if the, if you notice if if you notice them enough, then all of a sudden they expect you to be there. And if you're not there, then that's a problem too. But then I can communicate with teachers. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now that Spike's gonna have a bad day, so you better you know let's what are we gonna do to change that around for him right away? So. Um, it just helps with the communication situation. Not that you would ever have a bad day, Spike, but I didn't want to use the name that might have been misconstrued but that I was talking about somebody else. Chances are you probably don't have a Spike in your school. I don't. <laughs> have, you, have you even ever met a Spike? No, I no. thought your name was fake. Have you ever met somebody whose nickname was a Spike? Uh, 
Not that I can remember. Yeah, no, no. Me, me either. <laughs> I, I hear about these random people, but uh, yeah. You know, and then as you sift through it, like you know, there's certain like, celebrities. Their their name is Spike, but really, it's their nickname. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Sure. So, as you get on social media and you you start connecting and you you're having these great conversations on Vox or Twitter and. Facebook, all this good kind of stuff. You're getting all this, all, all this awesome information, great ideas if you can apply to your school. It improves the school climate and culture. So then you're at a meeting or at a conference or at a workshop, and somebody comes up to you and says, oh, you're that Twitter guy. <laughs> oh, are you going to tweet this conversation? You know those, those sort of, like sort of passive-aggressive uh, statements that are made about your activity on Twitter. How do yeah. you deal with those? So um, I had an interesting story that, that uh, about my, a trip to New York City that I had a couple summers ago. Um, it was well it was the year that Robin Williams died, and uh, there was a, a, a drinking establishment close to our hotel that was called the Dead Poet. So I'm talking to the teachers that I'm with, and I said, um, we need to go there and have a celebratory drink in honor of Robin Williams. So we show up, getting ready to take our picture, and all of a sudden this girl at a table says, Hey, are you Jay Posick? Now I'm in New York City. I'm from Merton, Wisconsin. It's this little tiny that doesn't even have a stop and go light in the town. Okay, and I said, Why? Well, yes, I am. How do you know me? She goes, You're that Twitter guy. And I said, Well, do you mean that in a good way or a bad way? And she said, Well, you're tweeting out stuff all the time. And I said, So what do you learn about me from that? And she said, Well, you do this at your school. You do this with your teachers. I mean, all these things. I said, And is there anything bad about anything that you just mentioned? And she said, No. And I said. Great. Would you be would you be kind enough to take our picture in front of the sign now? <laughs> so she did. But it was here I was in a, here I was in New York City, and the teachers that I was with freaked out. They're that like, "That's cool." Yeah, yeah. And I said, "Well, where are you from?" And she said, "I'm from New Hampshire." So here I am in New York City, meet somebody from New Hampshire. I can't remember her name. I really wish I could. But th those are the kinds of things that I try and change the story back. So this is why I do what I do. So now, do you have a problem with that? And then it then it all gets into the uh, well. Doesn't that take a lot of time? I said, no, I'm walking from class to class. I've taken a picture. It takes me 30 seconds to put the tweet out, and it's gone. And it's just something else that's great about our school. So I try and turn it back on, back on them and then say, well, why aren't you doing the same things I'm doing? You want somebody else to tell your school story? Well, good luck with having it be the story that you really want, them to, be, that want to be told. So that's what I do. That's awesome. Hey, so I'm going to not ask you a question now, Jay. I'm going to share something that uh, that I just noticed about Twitter yesterday, and this might be helpful for if you've got a kid who's, um, you know, tweeting bad things about the school or, you know, we've seen people set up, um, you know, fake accounts like a fake account for a tweet teacher tweeting for the teacher or whatever. Um, and I had a, a family member who um, is concerned because somebody set up an account claiming their their business and they're complaining about everything about their business um, and so I was helping um, this person you know report them because he didn't know anything about Twitter but they now have when you report on Twitter it first asks you know help understand the issue um, and so the main one is that the, um, their account may be hacked or they're being abusive or harmful and then it also asks um, how are they being abusive or harmful? So they're pretending to be somebody else. Um, and then there's also things too, like they're engaging in harassment or violence. The person might be contemplating suicide or self-harm. So um, wow. I don't, I don't know wow. when Twitter changed this. Um, and then it asks other questions: Who is being impersonated? 
Um, and then it asks for, you know, you can put in, you have to put in your email address so it's not like anybody can report this. Like, they'll, they'll get back to you, I guess. So I don't know when that changed, but just something to know because that, that is sometimes a common issue that happens in high school yeah. and I don't know if it happens in middle school. Well, it's, it's interesting. We have uh, our dress code and there was a, uh, a girl that tweeted out, I can't believe my sister got called to the office for what she was wearing today. So then it was hashtag MertonINT, which is our school hashtag. Oh. So I'm, I'm watching this whole feed, so I called the girl, and I said, so what, what's the problem? Let, let's talk about this. And she said, you can see my tweet? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know. So we had a conversation. I explained, here's why we're doing what we're doing. And then she's like, oh, okay, now I get it. So, I mean, it, it, it opens, up, opens up a different way of having that communication. So whenever those things do occur, and they do happen from time to time, I'm not going to be naive and think that there are people saying bad stuff about me or our school out there. Well, then let's have a conversation about, mm -hmm. you know, what can I do to make it better for you or at least mm -hmm. understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. and, and if they're tweeting from their own account, you can do that. But if it's somebody who sets up an account to impersonate somebody, you have no idea who that is. Uh, actually, the middle school kids have not gotten smart enough to figure out how to impersonate properly, so you can probably figure out who it is. There's always some, some word that they use that you know that they always use in a conversation that yeah. leads you right to who the person is. So, But that is such a big issue still. Um, I think with the people who are looking to get on, you know, they've heard all the great things, now they've seen examples and years and years and years of schools and people using, you know, Twitter and hashtags and all this kind of stuff and this fear that uh, sort of dominates those who are either on the cusp or just are never going to do it is that same thing. I just was in a Voxer conversation about that uh, earlier this week where a school district doesn't want to use a particular hashtag that would denote their school because they don't want to be liable for any harassment, intimidating, bullying activities that could happen on there. And it's so interesting because it's like, well, then why even get on, you know, why yeah. even try it, you know, because first off, these incidences are small and then like you said, a lot of times they can be handled or at least what Jessica's saying, even if you can't track them, then you can report them and you can uh, let the social community like Twitter, you know, help monitor that. But I think if we continue to, you know, sort of look at this as everything is negative or this lead with fear as a uh, Bob Dylan always says, we yeah. make these decisions out of fear, and we're never going to accomplish anything. Right. Well, it just becomes, I think it's more public when it's the social media realm. Those things are going to happen anyways, um, and, and so you just have to find out ways to deal with it. And the other thing with social media is that tweet shows up, and then it, then it, you know, it doesn't disappear, but it's not sitting there in front of you. It's different than if it was a newspaper story that that sits there, and it's, re you know, just, it, it's always there and something you always have to refer to. So, um, I don't know, I... Middle school kids, um, they're they're not that into Twitter, but they do think it's cool when I say um, before like an assembly, I'll I'll tweet out, hey, would somebody just say something nice and say hello to our kids? And all of a sudden, it pops up on the screen, and they're like, do you know who that person is? I have no idea. They follow me on Twitter. I follow them on Twitter, and here's a good morning Merton school up there. So I said, you just have to be careful what you put out, because I could have said, could somebody please say something bad about Merton school? I'm sure that they could have done that too. So you just have to help the help the kids understand what it's all about too. Well, thanks for coming on today, Jay. I know you're super busy and you've got 10 miles to run today. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for two. Um, how, <laughs> if you are not following Jay, I highly recommend it. He, on Twitter, he is Posick Jay. 
And Jay, what's your blog? I know I follow your blog, but I don't. I can't find it right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's Blogspot. Um, I, Jay's Journal, I think it's something. It's, I think that's what I called it. Yeah. So I'm actually using that now for my uh, weekly nuts and bolts for staff, which I've had some really good, uh, really good response from the teachers. And there was a um, the cooperating teacher I had when I was a student teacher back in 1987. Uh, she passed away on Tuesday. And um, her name was uh, Sonia Evans. So I have a little uh, piece in there about her. And I remember the last time I saw her, I thanked her in person for all that she did to help me get going in education. So I said, make sure that you don't miss that opportunity to say thank you. You never know when the last time is you're going to see somebody. So yesterday, I walked around and shook every single staff person's hand before school started and said thank you. And some of them said, you're welcome, Jay. And others said, why are you thanking me? And I said, well, you obviously haven't read my blog yet, so you need to do that, and then you'll understand. Wow. So it was, it, was, it was kind of a cool deal. So it was a great way to start out the day for me and for the teachers, too, I hope. Wow. You're awesome, Jay. You're That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I appreciate those kind words. Thank you. All right. Well, any other last words, Spike? Well, I just want to thank you for coming on today, Jay. We are really happy to have you part of our book and to be able to tell that story. Uh, if you want to read Jay's story, check out Breaking Out of Isolation, Becoming a Connected School Leader. It's on Amazon, uh, Corwin, um, and then you can also get it on any of your, your iDevices. Uh, we'll put the information on that in the, uh, in the blog post. And uh, once again, just want to say thank you for everything that you're doing, Jay. Thanks a lot. Appreciate your time, guys. All right, Principal Peelan out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E.